Hey guys, John here. Look, I have Anthony here from ACS Universe. I also have the Western Wonder back over here again to do our Stranger Things Volume 2, uh, well, Stranger Things uh, Season 4 Volume 2 spoiler review. And with further ado, let's go on ahead. Let's get on with this. Hey, what's up? What up? Hey! Hey! What's good? What's good? What's good? <laughs> hey, like I said, I have Anthony here from ACS. I have the Western What's Wonder up? here. And we're going to be doing our volume two of Stranger Things season four. So let's just get into it, man. I mean, I loved where this thing was headed to. To me, this feels like uh, Lord of the Rings. All, yeah. and basically, this is like Lord of the Rings, Return of the King kind of era to me. Mm-hmm. because of how they have everything set up with Nancy. And we're thinking, hey, look, mm-hmm. Nancy is going to be the one who winds up getting it. And, of course, Eddie is going to probably wind up being the one who saves her. But it winds up being the other way around to where it doesn't become predictable, which is something that I really did appreciate. But also, yeah. too, it has this Nightmare on Elm Street kind of flavor to it, mm-hmm. where basically you see yeah. <laughs> Nancy inside the inside the chair with Vecna. And Vecna's like, well, I want you to give me a message. I'm like, okay, this is totally Freddy Krueger vibes, where Freddy's telling TK to go ahead and send a message over to the uh, survivors. So I like like where they went with this. What do you guys think about the whole setup for the very first episode? Uh, Yeah, I liked it. And also, um, coming into this, I remember it, because it came out last Friday, and it was a thing where – Normally I, I do a show on Friday night, so I was just like, yo, I can't, I can't, I have to, because I had to work last Friday, so uh, I didn't want to, you know, I avoided spoilers all day, and I was like, as soon as I get off work, I'm diving. And then of course, we all know that the the uh, second two episodes, it's, it's about four hours of content to, to try to take down in, in uh-huh. any period of time, so, um, but no, I, yeah, it, we, we, we uh, I think we talked about it, John, too, on uh, uh, Great Scenes of All Time. It's, um this season has been absolutely incredible and I was on cloud nine waiting for the final two episodes that, that they had in store for us. So yeah, I was excited. And I thought that the, the, um, uh, what was it? episode seven? Yes. For the first part of episode seven ended in such a way that like they built everything up to get everybody excited to, for what's coming. And, uh, I thought they, you know, pretty much <laughs> lived up to it with what I saw. Yeah, actually, I, I, I agree with you. I think it's been a very well done season. Uh, yeah. How things, once again, it's a calm before the storm kind of season. Yeah. Everything kind of starts off coming. It just progresses to get just more and more things happen. It just has yeah. you at the edge of your seat. I think that's a, a good thing that Stranger Things kind of has. You yeah. Know, it kind of gets yeah. you up yeah. in there. Yeah. You know, anything can happen. Plot twist, you know, there's a whole mm-hmm. lot of things happening. So, you know, watching those two episodes, it was a good thing there. And there wasn't a whole lot of hours to stomach compared to the mm-hmm. first couple episodes. That was mm-hmm. a bonus. You know, I, I was enjoying it all the way. I was like, it's, it's Stranger <laughs> yeah. Things are bust here. I got to finish yeah. this up. See what happens. Yeah. Nice, <laughs> nice. Nice. But yeah, man, like, for real, I was over here. I was at my fiance's house, as a matter of fact, and I was trying to avoid spoilers all day. And she goes, we're going to go. We're going to go ahead and watch Stranger Things. Like, OK, I felt like a 10 year old kid. Like, OK, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. Let's do this because I've been dodging things like the uh, Keanu Reeves and the Matrix, trying to avoid all the spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but 
But you know, though, the, my favorite thing, too, about this episode, too, is it's actually called Papa. And, of course, you actually see the stuff that Papa's doing to Eleven. Mm-hmm. And then, and also, too, you kind of agree with Papa. And then you also kind of agree with the scientist. It's like, which one do you which one do you actually go with? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. of the fact that it tugs, it's like a tug of war. You're in the middle of it. Just like Eleven is trying to pro- process everything. It's like, do I go on ahead? I stay here with Papa. And my power's really not that powerful to stop Vecna? Or do I go ahead and side with the scientist? my friends are in danger and I need to go regardless mm-hmm. and do I just ignore everything that Papa said so I was kind of in the middle I'm like okay I kind of agree with Papa but I also kind of siding for the scientist and you know I, I went I decided if I was at that moment I would actually side with the scientist over over the fact with Papa because of the fact that her powers have overly developed yeah. and everything 10 times stronger than what mm-hmm. she was in the first three seasons so that's something that I really do appreciate the fact that the powers are amped up even more and also too this also to me feels like Harry makes Starfighter and also meets it as well because yeah. we get into why yeah. I feel like that is a little bit of it and a little bit of carry later on with the second episode. But yeah. I thought this episode was very clean. I thought it was really smart about about the, how they did it. And what about you guys? What was your thoughts going into it with Papa with the struggle with with Eleven and stuff like that? Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, it's obviously with this show, it, it was well done. It was, it was perfectly done. And the little back and forth between um, Eleven and Papa right there in the room with the um, what's the thing? Called? Called the the little machine she gets in. You know, talking about like, uh, damn it. I call the wo- I call it the Wolverine uh, tub machine, but that's yeah. what. I- <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that's, that's yo, that's that's a, that's a good time. Hey, what's up, Meg? What up, Meg? What's good? What's good? What's good? Hey. <laughs> Joey in the house too. <laughs> All right, <laughs> my world, my world's finest co-host in the house. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I thought, um, I thought that was one of the most interesting parts of that. Obviously, the episode gets it gets pretty dark towards the end, but I thought that the back and forth between her when you actually saw uh, Papa cry, like he was literally, he was, he had tears rolling because, uh, you know, Eleven was basically telling the truth, like you know, you've done these things and this thing, and so also when it when it came to her talking about him creating uh, number one and stuff like that, so I thought it was, uh, it was great that that little back and forth and then I, I when that scene concluded of course you see that that she loses consciousness and then Papa kind of regains consciousness and then well I'm sure we'll talk about it later on when she woke right. up with the collar around her neck but I thought it was great. What about you for you Wes? Yeah absolutely agree I mean the whole setup just the dialogue in the back and forth was very <laughs> tense uh, especially <laughs> the side twist when and I feel kind of bad because I've been binging this other popular hit show on another streaming network I don't know if I can say the name or not but I <laughs> 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 Netflix might be watching me, so who knows? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, when Papa injects her, I was like, oh no, he's trying to put her on compound V or compound, yeah, V for Vecna. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it just goes from that, the, the intense back and forth to like a whole outdoor scene where they're battling it out and it's like a whole military mm-hmm. force trying to take him out. And it's time to just turns to like a whole Michael Bay movie with the explosions. I was waiting, I knew something yeah. was inevitable. I was like, mm, I wonder if he's going to have his part here. And of course, you know, eleven. You know, finally gets the superpowers recharged, and boom! You know, the the, the biggest. It goes on full force, man. Yes, yeah. it was epic visual eye candy. What can I say? I mean, Michael Bay was probably crying at home. On his drone that he found the ambulance on, but yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what, though, I like the action sequences in the desert and everything too, because you're not sure if Eleven's friends are actually going to get there in time, and of course, you have that mm-hmm. thing with Will and also Mike, and he's mm-hmm. trying to open up to Mike and everything. And all he co- is concentrating on is basically. 11 but he's not just talking about himself he's trying to comfort his friend and that's what mm-hmm. I saw with that I was like oh Mike's such a douchebag a ball bag I said no I said all he's trying to do is comfort Mike hey look you're stronger than what you think you are and everything you don't need superpowers 
All she wants is for you to be there and comfort her. Yeah, that was also um, uh, from that that particular episode. That was one of the most powerful scenes. Uh, Besides everything else that happened, especially at the end of it when uh, when Papa was dying, and you know, obviously Eleven comes up and what and and has her final words with him. I think that that as they were getting to that point uh, to the spot in the desert, I think that that was uh, that scene, especially then when Will shows Mike finally the the thing that he's been drawing and he pulls it out. It's like it's it's a you know it's you're you're looking at me like oh man it's dope and so like i think um i, I think uh so i got powers of development i love power. yeah. nah, but i think uh you know that was that was because also from what what you just were talking about that that uh will said to mike once the um that i don't want to say the scene was over because it wasn't but after they got done with their conversation then you saw how will turned to the window of the van and like he kind of broke down or whatever because you know what i'm saying i got you know he, he he has his feelings for for uh mike and stuff and mm-hmm. i think um he he knows that what he said to him was exactly what he needed to hear because that's what you do for a friend, man. It, it's um, Mike, Mike is his friend and he hated to see him in pain at the moment before he said that stuff to him. And then so like once he tells him that, gives him the picture and all of that things, he said, that's you right there. You know, you're leading us and all of that stuff. That stuff, that was powerful, dude. Real, like I was watching that, like when I was watching, I said, oh man, this is great. This is uh, just another, just another indication of the, the, the Duffer brothers in their, in the writing that I think they've gotten better as much as I love the first scene, the strange things i think they've gotten better over the course of the show as far as writing personal moments like that and i thought that that was incredible man most definitely but uh western what about your thoughts on it absolutely from that scene you know it took a while but there were a lot of like moving scenes i feel like they they saved the last part they said let's just take that acting uh acting power to like 200 you know (laughs) (laughs) everybody's just acting and behinds off here and you know it's very emotional you know Mm -hmm. uh you know the character that were beloved, you know, a new character that was coming in, you know, Eddie and of course Max, you know, ah, it was painful. It was very emotional moments. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it almost got me there. A lot of moving moments here. That part for me was very moving, but also yeah. too is some very relatable for people that have friendships and stuff like that, that value friendships. So that's something that I really like. Then of course, another thing that I thought that was actually pretty funny was Gorgile and them trying to, in a, with a pizza van and stuff like mm-hmm. that, trying to come up to them during this military convoy and leave it to the stoner to actually find the track yeah to <laughs> to uh find the convoys and stuff like that but that was something that i really liked with that and of course the whole rescue mission and then 11 crashing the helicopter like you said anthony and then mm-hmm. after that you wind up having the collar around her neck and then she winds up taking the collar off her neck and then she winds up going with them after mm-hmm. papa dies and i thought that was a very good conclusion to papa's story yeah and yeah. and that was it now you can actually focus on growing the show without having any continuity in with papa now you can focus mm-hmm. full force on the other characters so that's something that i really liked and then i like the i like the chemistry between eddie and steve especially whenever it's improv because whenever they go my favorite line that um they that mike i think says he goes yeah we're gonna go over to this ammo place and there's not gonna be any rednecks or anything i'm like wait uh, (laughs) are you sure about that Yeah, we saw what happened when they got there. (laughs) Yeah, I thought, yeah, that was that. All of that setup was it it was um, every every look. Look, we could look at these last two episodes, and and one of them was like what was like hour thirty five minutes, and the last one was like two forty or something, something along those lines. And I think every bit of that was needed story wise, character development, because we've seen like these these characters grow up, and then they get to this certain point. And I think like all of the extra stuff that was in there, there was a lot of little little 
little extra small things that they put in there that probably pushed the runtime a bit. I didn't care because I was I was I was already prepared to sit down for four hours and watch Stranger Things on Friday, so I knew that it was coming. But um, I think that stuff it, it makes a difference, man. That's just an, another another big ups to to the Duffer Brothers for you know their writing abilities and their their um ability to take a show that and I've been I've said it before like I season one was t- top tier for me, season two and three were fire, but they weren't on that same tier. Uh, but this one is absolutely it's stratosphere type. So, but like them being able to navigate that, and I'm sure I'm sure Emmy, you, know, you see a lot of um when you have a lot a lot of people who are. Um, in the business and do stuff like that, like writing or directing or any kind of shows or movies or whatever. I think um, sometimes they try to say that they do, kind of don't watch, you know, the room or what people have to say about it. I think they did though. I think they did, and um, because, like I said, season one was such a phenomenal smash hit that season two it was going to be hard for that to, to yeah. live up, and then season three to try to live up to season two and one. So I think this one, the fact that they went back to the drawing board was like, yo, let's let's do this. It's absolutely fire. But as far as what we're talking about with, with um, the end of the episode, it was dope. I thought, um, like you just said, John, Papa's story was absolutely, it, it had a start and end. It had an arc. And when I think uh, a lot of symbolism, when he let go of the collar off of Eleven and she looks over and she sees that it was him that let the collar off her. I think that was pretty much him saying, I, you're ready. You know, because he had said she wasn't ready and that that when we were just talking about that one scene where they were going back and forth and he, he said she wasn't ready. I think that was at the time he was like, okay, you just brought this chopper down? You're ready. <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It is very reminiscent to season three when she's trying to pull that train to uh, season two whenever she tries to bring that train to mm-hmm. her. And she has, you could tell she's struggling with the train but with this like i said the powers are amped up to at least 10 on this and and she has no problem destroying a convoy or anything that comes in her path uh going ahead western hey absolutely everything that you're saying there i mean from the emotional moments to the visual master classes the reunions especially was another real highlight man was another emotional part of the heart especially like the when uh hopper and 11 reunited oh. he said something along the lines of hey uh, hey kid you know <laughs> i kind of took your look <laughs> something yeah. along the lines of that. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I thought that was adorable. That, no, that was incredible. Was. That was absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's just the whole reunion scene. Just, the reunion like, stuff is fantastic, to be honest with you. And we'll get into that. We're going to get into that too uh, now yeah. with the with other stuff. Because here's the thing. I lo- like I said, I like the stuff with the ammo. I like the redneck store and things like that. And then of course planning out the fate. And then of course you wind up seeing uh, Eddie uh, hot wiring a car. And he goes, "Well, you know what? My old man g- taught me what to do." He goes, yeah. "He didn't want me to go down my this path that I, that he's on." But you know what? I already committed everything already, so <laughs> might as well just go all in. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes fully committed. Hot wires a car, gets Steve mm-hmm. to drive the car, and that's also improv improved as well. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't even in the script. Oh, and yeah. So that was something that was really cool. And then finally, we get to see the plan being drawn out on the different phases that they were doing. And I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, no, I I, enjoy, I also enjoyed, like, once the plan was coming to phase, I love how Nancy took the wheel on all of that. You know what I mean? Because she was the one, because she had been there, and she was, like you were mentioning earlier, when Vecna had her, he was like, I'm not going to kill you. I'm basically just, you tell your friends about me. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
<laughs> old Batman scene where he would tell all your friends about me or whatever. But it was like, you know, he was, <laughs> he was just, he gave her that power to tell her. And that's another thing that like, when you go back, think about those small details. And I, I'm sure once we get to the, to, to the end of this discussion, we'll talk about that. But it's like the fact that he said that to her, it's, it's almost like his line at the very end when he says, you guys have already lost. When he tells Eleven that. Once she's clapping him, she's because she has him, you know, and I'm sure we'll get to that. But uh, but when when he says, well, you guys have already lost, that like triggered some shit. Like as I thinking about it, like and when you when you say that scene that we were just not talking about, it's like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like right. there's, he he might have already, you know, and what, what is going on here? And that's that's uh the thing. The good thing about Stranger Things is that you know, obviously, two years we got about two years. Yeah, <laughs> like, it'll be about yeah. sixty five, you know, seventy five, right? right. <laughs> ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
twice. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I'm right. going to take care of my man this time. And so that that's exactly what she did. But uh, what stood out for you, though, Western, on some of the other scenes, too? Uh, well, uh, I'm glad there was a lot more focus on, you know, a lot of more heartful scenes. There were some humor bit, humorous bits here and there, but it wasn't mm. hitting as much as it was with first volume. I think kind of looked yeah. like it took a little bit of a backseat, but definitely like some moments to kind of fill in in between like, mm. let's not get too intense here. Let's just have a little bit of a... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's just take a, take a right. seat back yeah. down. And it mm. just progresses back. So uh, the, the, the mood switches from back and forth. You know, one moment you might be emotional, one minute you might be angry, another mm. minute you might be, you know, good in a, in a great mood. Uh, I mm. think it's all flown well together. I think the biggest mystery that I like, you know, how they do with every other season, there's some kind of threat. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. lurking amongst us. Like, yeah. huh, it miraculously just started snowing out of the blue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was dope. It was dope that it happened. And then, uh, snow. <laughs> It was, uh, I think it was, uh, it's not, um, yeah, no, it's, it. Nancy's mom was with the, uh, was it Nancy's mom that was looking out the window with the daughter and she was like, oh, it's yeah. snowing. It's snowing. And it, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, no, it's not. No, bro. it's not. <laughs> that's what I said to my fiance. I'm like. Probably it's ash. Probably about to see burning. And I'm going by our date. Snow on July the 1st? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. definitely not. Like I told, I saw Shosh, I'm not Shawshank Redemption, wrong movie. Um, what's that? Schindler's List. I'm like, okay, they're Schindler listing this thing. I said, no, that yeah. that's not that's not Snow Girl. That 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 is actually ashes. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking to myself, what are they burning? What's going on here? Because you don't know the severity of what Vicna has done, other than the earthquake and stuff like that. But then you realize the upside down is actually coming into our world. So now yeah. it's basically a pop kind of world now that we're going to be living in. And mm-hmm. now the adults have to fight on Vecna and everything too. So now you have humans versus these Demigordons and who's going to win. Yeah. So now you have this war going on. Yeah. So yeah, I thought, um, I think, uh, Look, there's a reason why we're we're live streaming right now talking about Stranger Things, man. It's it's absolutely incredible, and it, and it's it's a thing where like what's happened in the previous seasons, it was actually was dope. But I think this one they took it to another level, and it's it's also apparent with stuff like even with what 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 me and John re, uh, rewatched on the greatest scenes was running up that hill, the scene where they almost took Max, and I think we talked about it after it was done. We were like, I hope they don't do all of this and then like kill Max, and and that's exactly what they. <laughs> that they're aiming for. And I'm like, because oh. I was like, oh my god, they're totally doing what Anthony's hoping that they wouldn't do, and yeah. w- with me as well. Yeah. And I had such an emotional roller coaster over this thing. Where another thing too is whenever you have the piggyback part, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, is this gonna work? Because Max is thinking of a different memory. Yeah. And then you have Eleven jumping in to piggyback off of her. I'm like, that's that's two that's two other memories and one memory. Is yeah. that just gonna be too much to the point where Vecna's going to be able to overshadow yeah. uh, Max. My sci-fi yeah. brain was not turning off because I was like, is this going to work or is this not going to work? Because uh, because of the fact that Vecna can actually invade her mind. But also, too, I was actually surprised that Vecna didn't pick up on Eleven's mind until like after when she's revealed because he's supposed to be so uh, mm-hmm. knowing with uh, sewing in the knowing of what's going on. But although I don't think that she was he was expecting someone to go into a, a piece of dough freezer to yeah, yeah, to go in laying in the tub to uh, what I called it when my brother Titanic water like yeah <laughs> where is Leonardo DiCaprio he's, yeah, he's somewhere he, in right. there yeah. <laughs> 
No, I hey. think um, uh, that also lead that that the the line I said earlier where he said you guys have already that's all of this stuff and it's it's crazy because as I was watching it you take in what you're watching but then like it's after you watch it where you actually have an opportunity to like rewatch like even if you're not actually rewatching it you can rewatch it in your head and just think about some of the things and I keep going back what he said you guys have already lost it's it's crazy considering what what you just said I was just like he, she she changed the setting to the ballroom to the prom dance or whatever right. and he he still came in there and you were like well 11 showed up but then like he's still at the end he's still like <laughs> already lost like it's it's such a thing to well, like because she you know, make no mistake about it she clapped him when he came into the into the gym and was messing with uh max once she got there she destroyed it and threw him into the bleachers and all that shit i was like yo <laughs> <laughs> and even Vegna, even Vegna was like very surprised at that. He goes, "What the hell just happened?" I had the yeah. upper hand. And if you're gonna and be all- big and mighty like Thanos, you gotta <laughs> take yeah, that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta eat your Wheaties, dude. Gotta eat your yeah, Wheaties. Yeah, yeah. But, hey, go ahead, go ahead. But no, another thing that I and we're gonna talk about Eddie in a few minutes to make, and I'll get to your all your comments and everything too. Even Joey too. Um, we're gonna get into that in a few minutes. Um, but another thing that I have to say that was actually pretty cool was she changed the music up to where it was the 1980s, which is the Police, which is everywhere I go, I'm watching you. But I'm like, that's a stalker song. So basically, yeah. Dekna is stalking her through the music of every move you make, I'm watching you. Every single move I make, every mm-hmm. single move that your friends make, I'm watching you. Yeah. So I, lo- I lost my mind on that part. Then also, too, when the balloons start popping, it reminded me of it. And then you also yeah. have that happen. Mm-hmm. And then it also reminds me of Carrie because of the prom, because of the blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it has a Stephen King kind of nightmare on Elm Street means Hillraiser kind of vibe to it, which yeah. is something I really dug about mm-hmm. this season. And I'm also uh, the strange person that likes watching haunted houses where people go into like old spooky uh, haunted houses, so this actually set everything up for me to enjoy even more. But, okay, let's talk about Eddie real quick, though, too, with the Metallica song, because I feel like that's something that we need to talk about. Yeah. Uh, well, cinema. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's not a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 cinema. It's with the yeah. runtime, you can think it is a movie, but... Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll talk about my thoughts on that, too, as well, at towards the end, but, uh, no, you said cinema, and that's... This is the thing... Uh, we do on World's Finest when we talk about we just cinema. You just you just that was dope. Um, I think Eddie's scene at the top of the trailer was absolutely fire. It's also one of those things where I'm like I'll I'll never forget that happened because I look when I'm watching, like I said, I watched it and a lot of my friends had already watched it early Friday, so I was I got off like I said I got off work, went to the gym, worked out real quick, came straight home, maybe something to eat, and I was like let's go, and I just turned it on, and I remember I was in anticipating getting to that moment just because the, you know if you if you follow if you're if you follow like stranger things is twitter or there any other social media they mm-hmm. put shit out there and it's just like yo get hype you know for whatever and so when um <laughs> i was as soon as the scene started they 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 boarded up the fucking trailer they got everything good they got on the roof he, he when he picked his guitar up he was like i guess some things you know the upside down can't mess with because his tra- his uh guitar was in perfect condition and they got up there set everything up and he was just like and then once he started doing it, dude. And it also would add it to the scene. Not not only his guitar playing, I was even playing some Metallica and stuff, and it was dope. But like I think Dustin's like when he was calling out the stuff, he was like, "All right, we got thirty seconds," and he was calling it out to like when when the uh, bats, the, uh, I'll call them bats. Whenever they would demon bats, there, yeah, yeah. I thought, look, look, my thoughts on that to to just boil it down 
to one word is fire. I think that's one of the best things I've ever seen watching a, a television show in my entire life. And I, I hate to use the word television show because, you know, the series like air on other things as, as far as apps and stuff of that nature. But I think as far as watching something like that, and uh, I put it right alongside one of my favorites, and um, and that's Battle of the Bastards from Game of Thrones. I don't know if you guys are Game oh, of Thrones. Yeah. Fans. Yeah. I know, what, that, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes, it's that epic of a moment where when he starts playing it, and obviously you see what's happening, and 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 look, the VFX are dope, and it's all just perfect. It's perfect, and um, I don't know that I don't know what they got planned for the fifth season. I don't know if that, that scene. I don't know how they can top that man that because this scene is very good. It's good. Like you man. know, I think they should just let it go, but I know there's still some story left to wrap up. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, we we got more to come. But I'm saying, like, right. like, like, yes. Uh, hopefully, they don't try to top that. They just no. they just go yeah. with the story and do. Yeah. To be honest with you, I feel like with them doing two music numbers and which is expensive as hell to get those rights to those songs. Right. Especially with Metallica, because if you remember with Napster and stuff like that, I was actually surprised that Metallica allowed them to use their music to begin with. Oh, but yeah, then you have Kate Bush. You have two songs that they use perfectly well placed. And to be honest with you, this, this is a season that needed to be a cinematic experience for yeah. us as Stranger Things fans on a smaller screen, on a smaller scale. And I'm hoping that they don't go and try You know what? Let's go. Since we put two musical numbers into it, let's go in here and do it again. No, I don't yeah. think Duffer Brothers are going to do that. Because mm-hmm. even confirmed, too, that, you know, yeah, we had some big hour episodes and stuff like that, two hours long. They said they weren't going to do that. So mm-hmm. it seems like they're kind of, okay, we built our. This is basically the Avengers. This is about. This is basically mm-hmm. in Avengers Infinity War and Endgame mm-hmm. in the Stranger Things world. Yeah. To where you have this story arc of part one and part two. We're done with telling that storyline and now we're going to focus on the big bad. We're going to focus on Vecna and everything else he's going to be doing within the upside down meeting the real world. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking that's going to wind up taking place. I don't think we're going to get those big numbers, which is something that I'm hoping that they don't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I think this is a all, overall perfect uh, season. I didn't feel the runtime with the show at all or anything like that because if mm-hmm. if I'm checking my watch in a movie or whatever, that means to, that I'm like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. I think I left the dinner. I think I've left dinner on the table. I need it. What, what else did I leave on? But with this, yeah. Yeah. but this was so fire, though, man. This mm-hmm. this was excellent, guys. Then another thing that I wanted to touch base on was then you actually see the fight scene between uh, between uh, Erica's brother in this in this show, though, too. Finally, leading yeah. up to ball bag, douchebag, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And he want Luke Lucas oh, ones up, Luke, yeah, 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 Lucas yeah. ones up throwing hands, and I'm like, okay, it's about time that yeah. you start throwing hands at yeah, him. Yeah, because I was getting pissed off with him. I was yeah, like, too, I need hey, to I jump in and make up a Netflix character for myself and just say, ran the pedestrian, <laughs> just start beating up people and just jump back into the screen. <laughs> like, I'll carry on. I feel you, man. I feel you. I feel you 1,000%. <sighs> uh, once he took the upper hand and that, I was, yeah, I was okay. in full cheer mode, to say the least. Like, when that shit, and, I, and also, yo, I'm sure we'll talk about the end of this. <laughs> All right, we will. Uh, so, I'm going to get into a couple of live questions for that, and then we'll jump okay. back into the actual thing. So, Joey says, I like that no matter how much time has gone by and how much has changed, Jonathan still knows his brother and knows when something is weighing him on him. That uh, that was an emotional scene. That was fire. That was, mm-hmm. that was <laughs> when the scene started, I knew it was coming just because, you know, you seen that Mike had, lo- or, he, or not Mike, but Will had looked out and the 
Kevin and Mike and uh, the, the stoner dude were having them with the pizza, the pineapple pizza. And so I saw that it was coming. But then once once uh, he started talking to him, I was like, see, this is this is the real real quick. Anybody out there who thought that like the last two episodes, there was there was like lean meat in there that they could cut out? Maybe, but not that. You know what I'm saying? Scenes like this were, they were incredible. It had almost, it almost had nothing to do with like the, the actual plot of what they were trying to get done. But like when he started talking to, to Mike and it, or to Will, and they had that embrace. And then he was like, you know, I remember when you used to come to me with things and you don't anymore. I was just like, man, this is, it's dope. It's it, the writing is fire. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because like you said, you came to me with Larry stuck up your nose, which is his Lego. Yeah. And he goes, you used to come with me for more, more stuff. He goes, why don't you come to me more? Mm-hmm. And it's just like as, as a teenager or stuff like that, you don't go to your parents for everything. You wind up trying to face things on your own because you're all, you're all man and you don't want to feel embarrassed. Right. And that's exactly what he feels with his brother, Jonathan. He doesn't want to have to feel like he's a burden because he, and in fact, he's been through a shit ton of stuff in the, like, the last three years of his life and see that stranger yeah. things yeah. to the point where he's like, you know what? You think? <laughs> right. He's like, you know what? I don't need to bother you with my burdens. Let my burdens be my burdens and, you know, you go your way, I go my way. We don't mean in between. Mm-hmm. Maybe he won't. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, it, it is absence. I will until he get, it, it gets straight. Yeah, I'll say yeah. Uh, also that that uh, that scene, especially because they were like stirring salt, which is it's so weird to say, but like you know, they had to put <laughs> the salt in the water so that she would be able to like transcend her her. Absolutely, physical. just transform into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like so when they had that bonding moment, I was like, nah. But like, so- like we were just talking about that moment of um, them stirring the salt and that that bonding moment between them was pretty fire because you saw what had up it's it's crazy because you saw that he was looking back at at will the entire season whatever happened he always kept looking at will like man i need to talk to him i need to talk to him you know what i'm saying and then finally right. he did. it was a it was a, a absolutely perfect scene yeah i love it most definitely yeah. uh so like i was saying before though uh yeah. um tamika says if you guys were facing Vigna, what would uh be your plan of attack oh that's a tough question <laughs> Yeah, First off, I want to know what my go-to music song would be because I don't have yeah. a clue what that would be. You know what? I, I you know what? And uh, there's a lot of songs. There's a lot of there's a lot of run the jewels that run through my head. There's a lot of old school hip hop and stuff. But I tell you what, man, the song "Everlong" by Foo Fighters that shit would bring me out of anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big, I'm a big, yeah, I love that song, mm-hmm. Everlong by Foo Fighters. Love. So, like, if something was going down with Vector, throw those in my headphones, I will wake up. May may not make it back like Max did, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, co-sign up yeah. with him. Anything old school. I probably yeah, have to get yeah. a break with running up that hill or break my soul. I just don't, yeah, don't yeah. give him no pop songs. So it's like, yeah, we go for me, it's it would just, actually be uh, be like uh, "Smells Like Teen Spirit" by Nirvana. Yeah. That would be my go-to. It hits too. It hit. Yo, "Smells Like Teen Spirit" hits big time. Like if it's if it's if somebody's playing it live or or um, if anybody's playing it live or you hear it on some big speakers when that shit kicks in, it's fire. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Uh, Tamika also asked, "I lo- well, see, I like the fact that all the characters, no matter piece what of one are. hole, which is Vecna from Russia to Vegas to Vegas a piece to of shop. Piece of shop. That sounds like a world tour. <laughs> yeah, it is. Hey, that's a, that's exactly what it is, man." <laughs> 
Nah, uh, yeah. The, the um, once they figured out when they were when See. when they were talking about um, they, they figured out that if we can just hurt a piece of him from this mm-hmm. side of the planet, that shit would be dope. So that that was that was great too. That was that, that was great. Oh yeah. You know what I like to see though? I would like to see a uh, Clerks version of Gorgile and just Jonathan talking back and forth in the 80s and just have it said in the 80s. That's what I like that. Yeah. That'd be good. Have like a spinoff show just on them, just making pizza and having conversations. <laughs> kind of like uh, Chicha Chong, but one of them's got to be the straight man. That's not always. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. He was like, yo, we got something for you if you want to step out of the pizza shop for a second. He was like, yeah. You know, this is exclusive. <laughs> this just hit the market. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, Tamika also says, I like Eddie. This was the redemption moment uh, to sacrifice himself for the greater mm-hmm. good. His uncle finding out about his death was really sad. I wish his name would be say cleared. But... Cleared. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I that's that's um I think uh that particular moment because at the at the time I thought to myself they're always gonna think of Eddie as this dude who probably you know murdered his cheerleader or whatever and they're not gonna give him his just you know what I'm saying and so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go ahead and say it I don't know if you're gonna bring it up but that scene between um uh Dustin and and uh Eddie's uncle was absolutely incredible when he was yep. like he took he took the pages down because people had defaced him or whatever and put a new one up and then Dustin steps to him and says, yo, I knew him. He's a fucking hero. That's that done. Literally, I was sitting there and I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those fire moments. You're like, yo, am I going to fucking cry in this bitch? Or what the fuck Breathe. <laughs> you know I came, Breathe. I came yeah, close yeah. to crying quite a few times in this series, in this season, on, on volume two. Yeah. With Eddie dying, that part with the redemption part from Dustin to let his uncle know, hey, look, your nephew was a hero. He saved this town. Yeah. And then also to, then you also have the stuff with Hopper meeting out with 11 and stuff like that that yeah. got mm-hmm. to me as well mm-hmm. yeah that was that, that was absolutely incredible i think they ended it perfectly um because look it's with a show like this and, and what they've done with the first half of the season it's very easy to like mess that up because that that was obviously something that they had written in and they were just like yo so at the end of this before we lead you guys into the final season this is the last things you're gonna see is is these sort of meetings at this cabin at the place where l and and Hopper used to live. And I thought that that was in, dude, all of it was just, it was great. It was great. And obviously, you know, <laughs> you feel kind of bad. Is it Steve? Yeah, yes, Steve. Yes, because because what's the name came back and him and Nancy, yeah, Nancy had their it, moment. And I was like, oh man, Steve is putting that work, bro. He's been out here. He's the hero. Steve is the hero. So like, I, I think um, no matter what happens, you know, and this is jumping real far forward. No matter, I think personally, whatever, no matter what happens at the end of this series, I think that Eddie will get recognized as one of the heroes of Hawkins. You know what I'm I saying? So whether, whether whether something comes out may raise a statue, whatever whatever the case may be, I don't think that they'll not recognize because the only person there's two people who knows he's a hero right now. That's Dustin and his uncle. So those are the only two people who like know that that he didn't do what everybody else thinks he did. So I think it, it's it's fire. Yep, justice for Eddie, man. <laughs> Yo, justice. De- definitely. Um, I felt bad for Eddie, and also too, I actually talked about this on Volume 1 with uh, Western, though, too. I remember back in the 80s and everything else, too, when I was growing up, oh, you better not be playing that devil game, D&D, and stuff like that, and and things like that. So, it's very reminiscent to 
the childhood I had of where you had parents trying to protect their babies from a fantasy game. Yeah. So I remember I remember that very clearly, and then it is very reminiscent to how they play it off in this season of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. But another thing too that we needed uh, that I wanted to talk about too was whenever we actually do see Eleven and with the reunion and things like that, whenever she said, "I leave the door three inches every single day, making sure oh, yeah. that got to me." And then, the, and then like Western said earlier, when you wind up seeing Harper, he goes, "Oh, he goes, I see you lost weight." Mike says, "Oh, I see you lost weight," and then he goes, "Yeah, I see you got taller." <laughs> so- <laughs> yeah, uh, all all those interactions were good, man. Yeah, that's ever yeah. been great. Definitely. Well, uh, that's everything as far as I had wanted to talk about with Stranger Things Volume 2 goes. And then, of course, we have some of the side characters and stuff like that, where we have Murray, we have those guys. Uh, There's one last thing I want to mention this. I was actually thinking that the sword that Hopper picked up was from He-Man. It's actually been confirmed that's actually from Conan. Yeah, I I thought it was a He-Man sword. I did. (laughs) I saw the, 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 um, I don't know what they call that right outside the handle of it, but I thought it was... uh... So she was shocked as hell that well, yeah I was at the end of the fucking part one I was like plot twist like yeah yeah I kind of expected it to a certain extent but at the same time when I did actually see the tattoo reveal itself I was like yo this is this has reached levels that I was not even prepared for right now same here yeah. Well, anyways, I think that's going to be it as far as everything that we wanted to talk about over here. But if you guys want to go ahead, if you guys want to go ahead and check out volume one of our uh, of our review, you guys can go ahead and check this out on our channel as well. And of course, you can also check out Anthony and our, our reaction on his channel for the greatest moments and stuff like uh, that, too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so you can check that out. And uh, that's going to that's going to. Oh, oh. <laughs> wrap everything up was, of course there Anthony <laughs> and then he's out again <laughs> yeah. you good now all right oh, uh, there you go. yeah uh before I just I did want to say that um I appreciate you having me on dude this has been fire dude I, yeah. I you know strange things always absolutely love talking about it and it's um especially with this because uh with stranger things there are between season one and two and between season two and the gap wasn't as big as between seasons three and four, just because we had a pandemic. We had all kinds of worldwide like problems that led to it being such a big drought between those two seasons. Um, mm-hmm. And when we finally got this one and it was, it was beyond expectations. And I'm, I'm glad to talk to guys who liked it just as much as I do. Cause it's, it's, it's absolutely dope. Um, and I'll, I'll, yeah. And I do want to say this, um, I don't know if if next season they'll put anything in theaters. I think that they might be grooming us towards such a thing. Just because I think the longer episodes from this past season, which most of them were an hour or longer, and obviously we just saw that like the last two episodes were feature length pretty much, an hour and a half and then two hours or something. So, mm-hmm. um, And also that the final shot that we got to see from this, this season – was cinematic. I can't even. What you had eleven standing there. You had most of the characters there. Obviously, you know there's there's a couple missing Caleb because he's he's at the hospital with Max and stuff of that nature. But like you got to see this big thing where it was overlooking them, and you saw Hawkins, and it was like it just looked like a movie, a movie cinema. that <laughs> cinema. Yes, cinema. yeah, dude. Yes, Western <laughs> cinema. <laughs> yes, it, it looked very good, and I think. Um, I think they're going to capitalize on that because that look, like I look 
I'm 45 years old. Y'all might think I'm a, I'm, I'm a 45 year old dude. I've been around for a minute. I've seen a lot of movies in theaters, and I've seen like uh, I was around in the 80s when when uh, you know it was the the blockbuster era with you with, with you Terminators and all that kind of shit. I do remember sitting in theaters and seeing something very similar to the end of um, season four of Stranger Things, like looking at it and thinking, "Yo, this is this is cinematic." You know what I'm saying? Like, so mm-hmm. if they choose to end the series, maybe put all the episodes in that next season on Netflix and then they choose to end it in theaters, I will be uh, 1,000% satisfied with that because I think mm-hmm. it, it it bodes well for it. They led us to this, you know what I'm saying? They've led us throughout this season. Like, yo, here's some longer episodes. Here's some... The, and also, I think Netflix was it's just... Duffer Brothers, you need more of this, and this mm-hmm. is what you want to do because it looks it looks very 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 well. Yeah, most definitely. And you know, I feel like like you mentioned though, Anthony, I'm 37 years old. I've been around with the uh, with the blockbusters, 90s blockbusters, and stuff like that as well. So I've been around that era though too. And it does feel like this is actually a cinematic uh, universe type of thing to where you can actually put this on the big screen, and I would actually be there. To actually put this on there, oh. yeah, I'll be, yeah. I'll be the I'm first in line. <laughs> I'm watching whatever they do with this final season. I'm watching it, wherever yeah. it's at. <laughs> uh, let's see. Brandy asked, "Do you, um, do you think that Nancy looks like uh, Stacy Keenan from My Two Dads?" <laughs> yeah, she does. Also, she looks like a lot of actresses from that era too. She, she mm-hmm. looks like a, she does. Like I think they, got, and if you ever see her like regular. Doesn't look like that at all, but um, she does with the way they did her hair and her her look and everything. She's yes, she was uh, another perfect casting man, another perfect casting. Uh, you know, I, hopefully, I I get you know I'm still around when this season comes out. I could be like, yo, I'd like to shout out all of the um the uh, the the actors and actresses, producers, directors, everybody who did this show because it's it's there's a reason why we're talking about it right now. Exactly, it's it's great. It's great, man. And the Doffer brothers knows what they're doing, and I like the fact that they're two brothers doing this, and they can both share the stress level and not letting it be off of one person. Yeah, and they can kind of counterbalance everything. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I really like. That's also why I like the Russo brothers so much too. Mm -hmm. So when it comes down to directing and things like that. But anyways, uh, that's going to be it as far as the show goes. I appreciate everyone. I appreciate Anthony coming on here as always. I do appreciate the Western Wonder coming on here again as always. Um, but yeah, uh, Thursday night we're going to be doing our Miss Marvel uh, review with Rossi. Mm-hmm. She's going to be on the show with me on Thursday night. And then nice. we have a couple of other things that we're going to try and do. So we're just going to go ahead, keep the schedule moving, and see what we have. So always until next time, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again. And bye. Peace out.